Hello listeners and welcome to another episode of Love is Everywhere, the podcast. The show where I give comedians assignments of things that are supposed to make you happier. And then we talk about it and we find out how it went. Today's guest is Luba Magnus. Oh, it's Luba Magnus, guys. This is going to be a good one. You know it. Uh, If you have uh, ever looked at our little poster for this podcast, the little animation of me and my little dog in a tiny Fisher-Price plane and thought, well, that's really cute. I wonder what genius whimsical mind came up with that image. It's Luba Magnus. Uh, (laughs) Her assignment was about uh, mindfulness, mindful walking. Very good activity, very easy activity for you guys to do at home. Um, I feel like this is a really good one for COVID times. I'm surprised that I haven't given this one out already. Um, You might notice we're on a bit of a mindfulness kick, a lot of mindfulness assignments over the last little while. What I've kind of been noticing, this has been sort of interesting, over the course of this whole COVID time, there have been definite trends in what categories people are picking. As you might know, if you listen to this show, I give the comedians uh, a list of categories for them to pick from, and that's how I come up with their assignments. I ask them a bit about what they want to pay attention to. And for a long time during this time, it was accomplishing goals. So many people wanted to accomplish goals. It was unbelievable. And then now it seems to be that everybody's asking for mindfulness. So I've just decided, decided, hey, let's just lean into this, you know? If people are looking for mindfulness uh, in the comedy community, maybe the listeners are finding that they really need that right now, too. So uh, I'm just going with it, guys. Mindfulness. Mindfulness everything. Mindful eating, mindful walking, mindful sleeping, mindful talking. (laughs) You guys are going to be so mindful by the end of this month. (laughs) If you want to support Luba's work in general, which you absolutely should, you should follow her on social media at Luba Magnus. And also, uh, you should also follow at Drawn Up Comedy on Instagram. Uh, she makes these unbelievably hilarious animations. Uh, she hosts a, usually a show at Comedy Bar, um, Drawn Up Comedy. It's not going right now, but she's got another one going. We talk about that a little bit. There's so many ways that you could support her, so go do that. At the very least, go follow her on social media, Luba Magnus, Drawn Up Comedy. Go check it out. If you want to support this podcast in general, you can like it, rate it, subscribe it, recommend it to a friend, um, come up with an elaborate cheer routine like and Bring It On that uh, is all about love is everywhere. <laughs> it's going to be a hard thing to do six feet apart from people, let me tell you. Uh, a, lot of <laughs> a lot of people flying up in the air, not so many people being caught. Uh, and anyway, <laughs> if you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me at at Hamiltrace. And please enjoy this conversation with Luba Magnus. Hello. Hello, Luba. Hey. How are you? Oh, I'm good. You look great. You look great. <laughs> <laughs> I like our nice little podcast setups. <laughs> yeah, right? I actually have your artwork right behind me. Oh my God, there it is. Oh, that's so cute. Oh. <laughs> that's so fun. So I guess you made two copies of each then. Yeah. Um, so there's one set here and then one set in Australia. Cute. <laughs> If any listeners are wondering what we're talking about, uh, you'll have to subscribe to our Patreon that's coming up uh, so that you can watch the video of this and see what artwork I am pointing at. <laughs> subs- subs- hit that bell. 
this is subscribe thing. I don't know. I don't know how it works. (laughs) (laughs) So as you know, we start with an honest, how are you? So how are you for real? Today, honestly, pretty good. As far as pandemic feelings go, I'd say in the top 25%. Yeah, today's all right. (laughs) That's good. Yeah. Last night was kind of like, you know, staying in on a Saturday, you feel like, blah, like, what am I even doing? What? But I literally used that time to like, really clean my apartment, not just like tidy up, but you know, when you get like a good clean going, and, yeah. uh, and to wake up to that this morning was like, oh. <laughs> so yeah. I had kind of a similar thing for me. I've, uh, I've had a lot of low energy days lately. And yesterday, I had the day off, and I actually had some energy going. So I tackled all of these things that I've been putting off and did some deep cleans of like my vanity, you know, it's got like all the grime of like all of the days of makeup and stuff on it. I did a big deep clean of that. I like took out the recycling, did a bunch of dishes, Nice. um, made my home environment a little bit better. And I had the same experience waking up this morning. I was like, oh, right. I forgot that I did all this cleaning yesterday. Yeah. And mentally you just feel better. You're like, oh, my space isn't just a space. It's like a home, you know, nice and clean. You're just comfortable. You don't have to be like, oh, got to do this later. You know, it's just Mm -hmm. like, oh, I can have my tea and just chill. Yeah. I know for me too, like my physical environment is usually very indicative of how it looks inside my brain at that point Mm, (laughs) so if there's a lot of clutter around and a lot of mess there's probably a lot of clutter and mess going on in my head yeah yeah. so sometimes if it's too overwhelming to deal with the clutter inside deal with the clutter outside first and sometimes it'll have an effect on the clutter inside so I'm, i'm hoping that that continues for the rest of this beautiful day yeah can we talk about your assignment Sure. I'm so excited to hear how this went. So I gave you the assignment of uh, taking a mindful walk or maybe a couple if you were inspired to. I told you if you wanted to do it more than once, you could. But uh, yeah, basically uh, walking meditation is just mindful walking. It's just paying more attention to the way that you're moving, the feeling of your feet on the ground, and then kind of going through it sense by sense. Uh, So like, what do you see with like just neutral observation, just take in everything that you see? What do you smell? That kind of thing. Uh, so how did that go? It went great. Um, I, and I feel like you gave this to me because we were just talking about how much I like to walk. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. But normally when I go on walks, it's like full headphones in, block everything out, just let my mind wander. Um, mm-hmm. And that's why I like it. <laughs> Um, but this time, the only tricky part was how you start, you know, focusing on your feet and like counting steps. I'm a very mm-hmm. fast walker. So that made me more anxious. I was like, one, two, three, four, five, <laughs> yeah. five nine, ten. This is- yeah. Cause you, you start by counting your steps up to the number 10 and then starting over again. Yeah. So if you're a fast walker, it'd be like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> yeah. So I very quickly moved from that to more the just the like focusing on my surroundings. And mm-hmm. that's where it super opened up. Like I, it was so nice. It was almost like, you know, when you go to a new city and you're just like walking around a like new rural neighborhood and you're just like, oh, look at that house. Look at how they live here. Yeah. It was like taking in my own neighborhood almost for the first time. 
and just like it was very breezy and I could hear the leaves it almost felt like I was a kid where you know there weren't any worries mm. for a while I was just like yeah no worries and endless time yeah and so you've got time to just kind of wander around yeah and take things in yeah I'm so happy to hear that yeah I'm definitely gonna that's yeah, really a good, good feeling right it was great yeah. Yeah, we were because uh, we hung out recently and we were talking about walking and I figured that this would be a good assignment because you wanted to focus on mindfulness. And I knew that you already are a person who takes walks mm -hmm. and we're kind of stuck in this rut place right now where we're like six months into all of this COVID stuff and every day feels the same. It sort of feels like a cartoon where like the background keeps repeating itself, like mm -hmm. we're stuck in this sort of endless loop and it's getting to the point where like we were talking about this where it feels almost as bad now as it did at the beginning of all of this yeah yeah for us and for probably a lot of other people yeah um just because the sort of permanence of things is starting to kick in exactly. so i figured giving you something like this might shake up in a small way a piece of your regular routine so if i know that you are a person who already takes walks then I know that you're probably very familiar with your neighborhood. You probably walk the same routes that you like. So this might be a way of uh, changing some settings a little bit and have you take in the same environment in a different way. Yeah. So that you can see that you can add variety and uh, add like a change in energy into your life, even while keeping technically the same routine. Yeah, that's exactly that's exactly what it was yeah <laughs> that's great and it it made me feel yeah because it's so easy to get stuck in this loop that we were talking about where mm -hmm. like you know every day is the same and we can try our best to make it not but at the same time just because it's the same doesn't mean it's bad yeah you know and i obviously being stuck in the situation where i'm doing graphics for a news station i'm very much stuck in the bad there's bad happening all the time but that's just literally because news needs to publish something obviously a lot of news is very important but like most of my day is just like well what are we going to push well how about this bad thing this bad thing well it's like if you just step outside like in my five block radius there's nothing bad happening there, mm -hmm. you know you can just walk around and life is still going on it exists yeah. around you the only tricky thing was because I like doing this with mindfulness anyway. So like the part where I listen to sounds is the most helpful part for me. So walking around my neighborhood, I could, I ran into like two people's conversations and they were very pandemic related. And I just, yeah. like, nope, nope, gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not here for that part of my mindfulness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. I think any of these exercises where you focus in on your senses are super helpful. Mm -hmm especially if you're an anxious or easily distracted person mm -hmm. it really grounds you and makes you focus on your physical environment again so it's sort of like what we were talking about earlier about cleaning up your outside space to make your inside space a little bit neater it's like if you focus in on just the experience of your body then it helps you get out of your mind a little bit yes 100 percent. and i love doing which i think that, we could both um... use <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> 100% and I love doing mindfulness before like important comedy sets and stuff like that mm -hmm. I found it really helps um what kind of know. things do you do um mostly again just focusing on sounds that's for me the the most helpful one because it literally takes my brain outside of my brain mm -hmm. um so I like to just sit 
and listen and just focus on those sounds for a while. The only time it's gone bad is I had one big set um, maybe about a year and a half ago and I did mindfulness four times that day because I was so nervous. And the fourth time was on the way to the show, which I like if I'm on a streetcar because they hear like the ding ding and like you're on the track, mm -hmm. you just focus on that. But on this particular case, I took the subway to the show. Don't ever do mindfulness on the subway. <laughs> <laughs> that is a bad place. <laughs> Very hard to listen and absorb with neutrality and no judgment. Yeah, neutrality, no judgment, and just the sounds of the subway are horrifying. They're unpleasant. <laughs> screeching and halting and like, what? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so don't do that, but yeah. Jarring metallic sounds. Yeah. And stuff. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. I get that. I remember the very first time that I ever took the subway when I was a kid. <clears throat> My mom and I came into the city to go to Center Island. Ooh. We were going to Centerville. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we took the subway. And I remember being absolutely terrified because it, all of the sounds and all of the movements on the subway feel like it means the subway's about to break. Yeah. It, <laughs> it all feels like, is that an okay noise? Does it always make that noise? Yeah. And the first time you're on the subway and it stops between stops, mm. that feeling is terrifying. You know, you're like, why? Are Nothing is scarier what than happened? that. But it's just literally traffic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do, did you always do mindfulness exercises before comedy sets? No. Like in the time that you've been doing comedy, at what point did you start incorporating those? Um, just a couple of years ago, I think. Once I, I realized how helpful it was just through like, you know, therapy practice and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I can just use this as a tool. Yeah. So because it's definitely when I'm the most, I don't want to say anxious, for comedy but definitely nervous yeah and it like it's a full body experience yes your nerves before an important show so it's like i like it, it it's felt, a very specific set of nerves yeah yeah and it literally felt like i was making my body unhealthier by being that nervous so mm -hmm. i just you know i'm like i gotta try to do something <laughs> yeah yeah like even if uh if you're listening to this and you're not a comedian person the particular nerves you feel before any kind of public speaking mm -hmm. right like you've got to give a presentation at work or something like your knees start to shake like it's a very particular kind of nerves yeah um and uh, i think people don't realize that like even though we perform all the time we still completely feel that way yeah yeah <laughs> especially before a show that has stakes yes you know yeah anything anything that's important or feels like it's gonna have an impact beyond the seven minutes in front of you mm -hmm. is extra scary. Yeah. I have a couple of things that I'll do before shows, what you depending on what the environment that I'm in is, like what kind of green room situation is going on. Um, for some of these exercises, it depends on who is in the green room. <laughs> <laughs> what, what kind of stuff do you do? Is it more like? Um, I do uh, I do power posing. Oh, oh, I also love to stretch. I love to stretch and do yoga before. Mm -hmm. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so helpful. Yeah, it is so helpful. Yeah, I do power posing. Um, it greatly depends on who's around as to which power poses I'll do. Uh, if if I don't feel totally un unembarrassed around the people that I'm with, then I'll just do the Wonder Woman one where you put your hands 
on your hips Ooh. and you stand really proud with your shoulders back. Okay. Um, so, cause I can do that kind of casually looking, you know, like right. I'm doing that, but nobody, I'm not doing the one where I have like my arms above my head, <laughs> <laughs> like a big starfish, uh, <laughs> but just the wonder woman. I can just slip that in. Oh yeah. yeah. Nobody even knows that I'm doing a power pose. <laughs> that's a good one too. Yeah. That definitely gets your back, your hip mm -hmm. a little bit. Corrects your posture as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, makes me feel like a superhero. I like that. So I do that. And then depending on who's around, I love to dance before a show. Rebecca Reed's taught me that actually. She's like, you got to dance. You got to get mm -hmm. that energy up and dance. So I'm like, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's that's best. super effective. Like shows that I'm able to dance before are so, so much better. Um, especially yeah. because I think also if it's a show where I feel comfortable dancing around in the green room, it's probably a pretty good crew of people on that show as well. Mm -hmm. Like my best memories are of a, a, like a, there's like a tiny handful of shows, maybe like three shows where it was just like the energy was perfect in the green room. It was like the perfect group of people. Everyone was having the perfect day. Mm. It was like just the perfect mood and energy. And we were all just so happy and joyful. And so like they're playing music for people to be coming in and finding their seats and stuff. And like, we're just all in the green room, like dancing to the music. And those shows were so much fun and everybody did so well. Nice. So I think that dancing, it's got a, it's got an effect. Dancing's amazing. Dancing's good for, for you and everyone. <laughs> right? Actually, you know, one other thing, now that I think of it, one other thing that I do, I kind of learned doing your last show oh, really? on your show, because I forget what the exact task was, but it was like to kind of almost tell the audience that I love them. Yeah. It, it was something it was, like that. Um, to, to take a moment before the show to sit and wish love to every person in the in the audience that's right. think about all the people who are there tonight and wish them all love and send good vibes and good energy to the audience before you perform yes that has helped a lot because that's great because of nerves you'll often not think about the audience you're like just focus mm -hmm. on the jokes and doing the best that you can and i've been taking the time more Overall, I'm trying to not be less, I'm trying to be less social before shows, like very much mm -hmm. watch the show, take in the environment. And by doing that, I literally concentrate on the audience, you know, like you can read a room and mm -hmm. read the energy, but there's also, I think a real benefit to reading the actual audience. Like yeah. who are these people taking the front row if you can, you know, so try to get the vibe that way, you know, it's not just an energy. It's just like, what do these people want so, mm -hmm. yeah I think there's also an element too of like we can almost forget that the audience is made up of individual human people mm -hmm. like it's <laughs> it's sort of more just like a soundboard that plays happy sound effects back at us yeah um so it's helpful to remind yourself like oh right it's like every single chair is filled with an individual person mm -hmm. who had a whole day that led up to this and like you know, it, it really uh, puts things into perspective for you. Mm -hmm. And in a nice way, also sort of reminds you that your job is important. Yeah, it is. Right? Like, our our job can feel trivial at times because it's just like, we're clowns. Yeah. Um, but reminding yourself like, oh, this person had a whole day before they got to me. Mm -hmm. And uh, who knows what their day was like. 
and who knows how badly they need a laugh right now. Yeah. And if anything showed us that it's been these past six months, like I know a lot of people hate Zoom shows. I don't love, I don't love them. They're not the same, but we're comedians. And there were mm -hmm. at, I think all but one of the Zoom shows that I did, lots of audience because they want something, you know? Yeah. And you know, it's our, it's literally our job. It's literally our job. If we're not performing now, why are we doing this? You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like you think about all of the things that people were leaning on during this time and like all of the television, mm -hmm. like comedy is so important to people and it's what we turn to when we're not doing well. Yeah. And people were like, cause I started, you know, releasing more videos and people were like more of this please. And that's exactly what I mm -hmm. needed. I heard a lot. So that's what inspired the new comedy show that I'm running. It's just literally people are like, I needed this today, you know, just yeah. something. So that's our job. <laughs> I've been loving your videos by the way. Thank you. <laughs> For anybody who doesn't know, Luba is also a very talented animator and uh, has been making these videos during the pandemic of her talking to things alone in her house. Yeah. And they have been fantastic. And I feel like you've really um, like encapsulated a very specific vibe of this time. And uh, I appreciate that you're able to balance so many opposing forces. Yeah, you're able to like, they're so silly and and fun and also have this like edge to them like a, the little darkness and yeah. <laughs> stuff in them. and I appreciate that so much I feel like that's a, just the perfect kind of content for this time thank you yeah that's exactly what I'm going for <laughs> like I want them to be light and funny like they're overall positive but just you know as a comedian myself I like to just slide in a little bit of you know we were like oh she's so happy I'm like you're not listening <laughs> yeah that's the thing. I feel like uh, you and I probably both r come up against that yeah. a lot because we're both very like cheerful, friendly people. Mm -hmm. um, but if you look at either of our comedy, there is like a darkness and like <laughs> yeah. and some pain in there as well in a human way. Yes, it's like exactly. And that's the whole point. And that's, I think, definitely helpful for us to be relatable because if, you know, it's no one's happy all the time no. <laughs> and even happy like quote-unquote happy people or like cheerful people mm -hmm. like also experience pain and grief and loss and sadness <laughs> and stuff so of course we're gonna infuse some of that into our art yeah yeah exactly yeah and mm -hmm. I feel yeah I'm really grateful that people have been connecting with those videos and the cartoons and uh yeah, it's that's been one, I guess, not perk. I don't know. One one thing that this time, having the time has allowed me to do. So mm. you know, whereas before it's literally me going between work and stand up, then digging what time I have to make content. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's been fun. Please, everyone, watch my stuff. <laughs> mm -hmm. Please do. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, you're running another show now. Yeah. Tell us about that. Um, well, the one last Friday, so a couple of days ago, was canceled. No. Uh, yay. <laughs> it was Game 
game seven of the Raptors at the exact That's so, Yeah, okay. <laughs> so I hope it keeps going. But the first one was great. It was really amazing. Um, yeah, it's called All You Need. And I just have like about six comedians. And I tell, I tell everyone if there's any variety they wanted to do ever, now's the time. Because at Comedy Bar, um, you're not allowed more than one performer at a time, uh, obviously to help keep people distanced and everything yep. like that. Um, but at the same time, that means that comedy bar is just stand up right now. So I'm like, oh, hopefully I can, you know, mix things up a little bit by doing this. And 20% of the ticket sales go to Second Harvest Food Rescue. So because, you know, it's nice that we get to perform and everything right now, but like this isn't over. And one of the hardest parts and daunting parts is like, what if CERB ends and already so many people are unemployed. So uh, Second Harvest really helps get food to the people who need it. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, if we're, for, if we're forgetting about that right now, like, what are we doing? Yeah. That's wonderful. <laughs> everybody go to Luba's show. Please do next time. Yeah, it'll be there. Safely attend Luba's show, everybody. <laughs> if you're in Toronto. <laughs> it's lots of fun. You sit far apart. It's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about where we're both at in terms of like self-care during this. It's feeling extra hard right now. Mm -hmm. um, how are you doing? How are you like coping? What are you up to? Um, yeah, definitely up and down. Um, I, I, I like to think that saying uh, up and down is the new I'm good. You know, like, yeah, <laughs> that's yep. The, the like standard generic response yeah. would fit appropriately. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, like you were saying earlier, it's just the very permanence of everything is very daunting. I'm a single girl who lives alone and I don't want everything to be locked down again. It's, mm -hmm. I, I'm very much, you know, and I've been talking to some people who are like, oh, I, it's been nice to have the time to really get to know myself. And I'm like, I've done that. <laughs> I've been, you know. Yeah, you're like, I'm familiar with myself. <laughs> I know myself. I'm a very independent person. And, you know, going through whatever roller coasters in the past, I very much know my tools and what I need to do. And so then I just kind of get down on myself, like, well, if I've done this much work on myself, why am I in the situation that I'm in now? So that's kind of the cycle that brings me down right now. But at the mm -hmm. same time, I can't just change it. So, you know, just trying to do my best by staying positive where I can. I'm not the only one in this situation. Literally everyone is. And it's just as hard for someone right now who has roomies where you don't know where they're going or someone who has kids and their kids can't socialize, but now they're back in school and that's another stressful. Literally everyone is in a situation where it's so hard to see the positive. So um, yeah, I'm really just trying to focus on the little day-to-day -day staying healthy and trying mm -hmm. my best to be creative with these videos. And, that's you know, good that really that helps that and it helps me feel in a way you know like I'm still doing comedy which we all are we're all still comedians p.s you know um but yeah it's hard we're the the pace that we're used to working at yeah. is so different than the pace that we're able to work at right now mm -hmm. even if we are putting out any kind of content we're used to like the hustle of it of like performing all the time like writing all the time like not a single minute that isn't devoted to comedy yeah. <laughs> it's like it it's absorbs our whole life normally and then now it's like 
maybe we get little outlets to to put things out so it's a, a very different pace which makes us feel guilt like we're not working hard enough doing enough mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah but you are doing enough whoever you are yeah, <laughs> listening to this literally you're doing enough. doing enough i i there was um on reddit i think a few years ago but i saved a screenshot because i like revisiting it they do like ask me anything with celebrities and mm-hmm. one was bo burnham and uh someone love bo burnham love him and someone asked him like at what point did you start feeling like a comedian and he's like i regret that it took so long for me to feel that way because he started as like a youtuber Mm -hmm. and that and obviously you know even at where we are with comedians other comedians will be like you know still i literally a couple weeks ago someone was like oh i thought you wanted to be an animator i'm like what like you know everyone's taking this chance to make you feel like not a comedian but I loved Bo Burnham's response where he was like, if you wrote something today, like even a tweet, you're a writer. You know, if, if you painted a picture and no one saw it, you're an artist. Like you don't need to wait for someone else's validation for that. You are, that. you are these things. So it's a really important part of, yeah, validation and self-affirming and self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't need to be you don't need to be Bo Burnham to be a comedian, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, if you held yourself to that, what a long wait and frustrating time that would be. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. You, you're allowed to be these things. You are these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if that helps anyone with the creative struggle right now, don't, don't worry. And yeah, and uh, you can take time off too. I, between the time that I started and then started again. I took a five-year break. <laughs> I mm-hmm. left for five years, and I'm not in any kind of spectacular situation right now. But like, you can, you know, you can breathe. Life literally happens, as you can see right now. Like, you don't have to be go 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 all the time. Yeah, well, it's good to take a break. Yeah, and sorry, with something like time. any kind of art, <laughs> I'm like, what's, what's going on? Thing? There's Evie behind you. <laughs> she's just too cute to not point out i know she's very cute (laughs) no it's okay uh yeah everybody watch the video so that you can see my sweet little doggy (laughs) but yeah i think if you're making any kind of art you need to take some time for yourself every once in a while Mm Even if it's just a little bit of time, like don't work every day in the week. Even if you're working at like a a fast pace, take at least one day to not make whatever it is that you make. Mm -hmm. Because you need to have time to take in your environment and that's how you get inspiration and that's how you have things to talk about as a comedian. Yeah. Yeah. If if you're just talking about all the open mics you went to, the great majority of the audience won't really <laughs> you know yeah but how are you how are you feeling right now we didn't get to do your your half of oh thank you um <laughs> i uh i'm okay yeah yeah i think it this week has been one of those times where i'm like oh like i'm feeling kind of down and sort of zapped of energy and just sort of feeling low and just run down in general 
And then I'm sort of like checking in with myself being like, oh, are you doing any of the basics? And the answer is no. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah. so things like, are you drinking enough water? Are you getting enough sleep? Are you exercising? Like the answer to all of these questions is no. <laughs> so <laughs> when I'm like digging it, like, oh, why am I feeling so down? Like, no, what's going on with me right now? My first instinct is to check in with my like inner world, you know, like, oh, what's going on in my brain right now? Is anything bothering me? But I think really it's my physical world right now that it's just like, no, I think you just need a glass of water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's so true. I think your brain, your brain's pretty okay. Yeah. You just need water. Yeah. Sometimes and I'll like, be like on the couch, food. just like, what am I doing? And it's like, oh, Luba, just shower. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then you feel better. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's my mission for this coming week is just focus on the basics a little more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do the thing. little stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Enough water. But it's also okay to forgive yourself to like lapse every now and then. Like, yep. Like, I think we were talking about this the other day, and I was literally thinking like how exhausting it can be to hit every check mark. You know, that's almost as mentally exhausting as just being straight up mentally exhausted. Like, it's hard, mm-hmm. and you kind of just you know you do your best for you for whatever, you, however you're feeling that day, so long as you're not being self-destructive. You know. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's okay it's yeah okay. <laughs> it's okay we all get down we do and that's fine mm-hmm. I'm not like big down good like I'm just little down like if I were to put it on a toast scale I would say I'm like lightly toasted oh nice yeah, yeah put a bit of butter on there it's a good day yeah it's fine just a just a, a light depression toasting just a little bit <laughs> It's not, <laughs> it's not a, not a ton. It's not burnt. Good. Not, not even close. Yeah. It's still edible. Just, just starting to brown. That's where, where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I put all of my depression things on food scales. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Like the pizza scale. Oh. Where you measure your mental health based on how many times you ordered pizza. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right um oh boy see I feel like that's a good way see I'm the opposite I I'm big on pizza (laughs) I love pizza but I when I notice that I'm ordering a lot of pizza it's usually a sign that something's not going so hot that's like am I burning myself out so I don't have enough energy to make food when I get home Mm -hmm. am I like just too tired to be able to do groceries that kind of thing. Yeah. Or am I just self-soothing with food, which is often, yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I do that. I do that a lot. What other ways do you self-soothe? Cuz I'm I'm trying to cultivate more self-soothing tools. Mm. But it's really hard for me when I'm feeling off, I'm like, what do you need? And I don't really know a lot of the time. Let's I'm trying to like food is a big go-to treats sweets yeah food food and shopping are my Mm -hmm. big vices like and again this goes back to before but like again because I'm just you know very independent 
the, the way I get my relief is I'll just go out on the weekend and walk around town, do a bit of shopping. That's my mm -hmm. relief. That's that. So not having that choice, like we do now, it's yeah. different, but for the longest time, not having that choice is what takes being independent away. Mm -hmm. So even yesterday with everything open, I did my usual like walk around Kensington. I was going to get like a bunch of groceries to self soothe. I'm like, well, it's my day. I'm going to mm -hmm. stock up on stuff and then I'll feel better. But everywhere had lines outside of them. It was crowded outside. It, you know, and I ended up leaving with like two things that I'm already done, you know, so the self soothing things are harder, but I don't know. Yeah. It's hard. We're very limited. Like yeah. things that I would normally do, like even meeting up with friends for coffee and mm -hmm. stuff like that. All of that stuff is removed right now. It is, you know, even so like, it's really just like, what can I do on my own? Yeah. All alone with nothing yeah. <laughs> to make myself feel better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you know, we met in the park, but you know, we're still sitting so far apart and you can't mm -hmm. go to a cafe. You can't. Yep. Can't get a hug. No. No, mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's almost like a business meeting on a, yeah. on a picnic blanket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, um, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, definitely, definitely food is the number one. Yeah. Chocolate for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I, you know, there's the unhealthy soothers where it's like, oh, I'm going to, post and hopefully a lot of people like it oh it feels so yeah. good <laughs> but that's mm -hmm. not good you know but no there's a lot of a lot of unhealthy ones for sure yeah but then at the uh, same time a lot of people were encouraging social media use because it's like you know without social media i'd be even more isolated it's true it's connecting in in a different way yeah <clears throat> than it was before yeah so it's you know trying to balance it in a healthy way i guess mm -hmm. how do you feel i think it's like um yeah, doing, looking at the point of diminishing returns on everything, mm. where it's like, with food, it, uh, it, it, okay, it makes me feel good up to this point, and then after that point, more food does not make me feel better. Mm. It's like, cut it off at the, the high point on the graph. Right. You know, or like, social media use, a little bit makes you feel better, and then you get over that bump, and then it makes you feel worse. So, just go to the bump. <laughs> just go to the the top of the chart where it starts to dip back down only do something to the point that it makes you feel better and then don't partake beyond that point i think so just do whatever it is that uh is making you feel better to the point that it makes you feel better and not beyond that point so like yeah. only eat a little bit of chocolate <laughs> just to boost your spirit don't eat <laughs> several bars of chocolate uh in in bed like i do um yeah and I, I feel like i made that one cartoon about that actually because i saw so many people being hard on themselves about especially gaining weight during this time which i have as mm -hmm. well i gained about 10 pounds yay me too <laughs> it's, it feels you know i it's it's, it's fine it's it's really fine fine it's not only it's and it's not even a bad thing it's no. you know it's not just forgivable it's okay <laughs> yeah you know, it's, it's fine yeah for all body types and like for eating for all kinds of reasons like yeah it's 
it's fine and it's beautiful and it's okay yeah like Mm -hmm. yeah I I understand that like sometimes when I'm sad I'll literally eat everything and maybe that's (laughs) maybe that's a bad thing but we very much have to be so so much more forgiving about these habits now yeah yes and give a little bit of permission for your vices yeah whatever that is yeah it's like yeah you can have a little extra patience with yourself with those things right now for sure yeah yeah and you can recognize them you know Mm -hmm. that's important too but it might also be a time that sort of highlights what of those things you might like to work on in the future yeah after you have the emotional capacity yeah to work on stuff yeah right now is not the time to be taking on like (laughs) a, a big change in your life maybe no but you can start observing and notice like oh when I'm feeling down I lean on these maybe unhealthy coping mechanisms yeah and and that's something to be aware of going forward yeah and then you'll probably over accommodate by coping that with that unhealthy mechanism in another unhealthy way like another reason Mm -hmm. I made that was because like I've my weight has gone up and down in the past and it goes down sometimes in a very unhealthy way like you know in times of depression I can't eat you Mm -hmm. know and I that was also a thing that I was afraid of it's like oh people are just going to be looking you know at these numbers and just being like oh my god how do I fix this yeah you know it's yeah it's Literally, we need to be so much more forgiving about all of these things. Just patience. Patience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of what this whole thing has been. is just like a big global lesson in patience. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like everything takes a little more time. <laughs> you got to wait in more lines. Yeah. Uh, you like, we're all just kind of waiting for this whole thing to be over and we don't know when it'll be and, and stuff. So it really is just like patience. Like. I can't remember which episode this was. I think it might have been with Aiden O'Loughlin mm. months ago at like the beginning of of lockdown. <clears throat> about talking about like, okay, we're in the tunnel, and the light at the end of the tunnel is real tiny right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so make a life in the tunnel. Yeah, yeah. Like, get comfy in the tunnel. You're gonna be there a while. Exactly. Might as well be happy while you're in the tunnel. <laughs> it's so true. So that's what I'm trying to do is just be happy in the tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. And you should. It's hard sometimes. It's dark in here. (laughs) It's dark. It's going to get darker and colder. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) (laughs) But but that's why we have each other, you know? Exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah, I feel like I need to lift this up. Yeah. It's, it's daunting. It's daunting for sure. But yeah, we have the tools. Mm-hmm. and like uh hey the exercise that you did this week mm-hmm. is so easily applicable and like even in proper lockdown times we're all still getting a daily covid walk mm-hmm. um, so that's something that you could do no matter what was going on right now yeah yeah oh walk some right mindful thing. walk just normally yeah yeah <laughs> just take a mindful walk listen to some sounds yeah Smell some smells. Yeah. Smell those smells. Smell those smells. Really take in Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. You take a whiff. <laughs> you take a whiff of the stinky city. Yeah. And you do it with no judgment. Yeah. <laughs> that's the mindful way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. 
Yeah. 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 I would definitely recommend walking. Even if you can't get into the mindful state, walking has been my go-to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Walking in records. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think um, the importance of taking an occasional walk without anything else, like without even if you're not able to get yourself into the like, okay, I'm counting my steps up to 10. Now I'm observing smells. If you can just take a walk without having headphones in Mm -hmm. and just be in your brain for a minute, Mm -hmm. that's a good thing. Yeah. It's huge. Especially something like walking where you're moving. Like you'll find you get a very unique sense of clarity uh, when you just walk around in your brain for a bit. Yeah. Yeah, it's the best. Walking's the best. It is the best. (laughs) Maybe that's why those YouTubers are doing so well with their walking videos. Yeah, I was telling Luba, there's all of these YouTubers who make videos of them just walking around various cities. Uh, So there's a bunch for Toronto of this guy just walking around. And it's just like him with a GoPro on his head or something. Uh, And he just walks around. He shows you a little map at the beginning of the video of like, I'm going to walk from here to here. And then the video is just him walking from there to there. I'm like, is that easy to get this many views? Like, I'm working my ass off here. This guy just walks around. Like, I've been doing that this whole time. <laughs> yep. It's never too late. <laughs> right. You're right. Maybe I'll make a cartoon of a walker. It'll just be a guy yep. walking with a camera being like, hmm. <laughs> but hey, if there's any countries or cities that you've always wanted to see that you've never been to you could see them right now you could go to youtube and watch little walking videos of people walking around those places <laughs> oh you know what i really might do that i really might it's kind of fun and like it's uh you can sort of people watch as well because there are other people in the environment right like it's not just as one person walking yeah so uh, little things will be happening in the background or happening around it's kind of interesting actually it's a nice thing to like have on in the background that's smart that'd be mm-hmm. nice i miss traveling so much so that would be i know couldn't we all use the change of scene right yeah yeah mm-hmm. what's one thing that you miss my boyfriend yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my my long distance boyfriend yeah i miss him a lot and I miss and I miss comedy. Yeah, because I'm not I'm not doing shows right now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I really miss performing. Yeah, mm-hmm. those are two good things to miss. Yeah, yeah. What about you? Uh, I miss. Yeah, I think I just miss. Well, not just. I miss experiencing life. You know, mm-hmm. I miss the variables. Yeah, that's what I've been saying. I've been missing my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. like last night and this isn't even a thing I do a lot I'm like I miss getting all gussied up going to a bar with a fancy drink with like a nice little band in the corner I miss live mm-hmm. music but like in those small doses like give me a little jazz a little old-fashioned and just make me look nice that's all I want yeah and to be surrounded by people <laughs> but hey when this is all over and the first time that you get to do that again it'll be like Insane. the first time it's ever happened yeah it's so crazy. Like you never think that we wouldn't have these simple things. Yeah. Yeah. What do, what is something to turn it positive? What is something that you like about now? I like, 
you know what, I actually don't hate the pace. If when things go back to normal, we had this much breathing room, mm -hmm. that would be nice. Yeah. That's a very good point. Yeah, we get a little more balance, like even just like work life balance. Mm -hmm. is a little bit different right now obviously that varies a ton depending on what profession you're in if you're a teacher you probably have zero work-life balance right now oh god um or a healthcare professional but uh yeah for a lot of people i think it's like yeah we get a little more free time a little more breathing room mm -hmm. can take things at a little bit of a slower pace yeah and i think that that is good and healthy yeah I don't mind the pace of stage three. <laughs> mm -hmm. I don't like not having options, but if it could just stay this way, that'd be yeah. Fun. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I like I like the pace of things too. I like the having some extra free time, especially because I'm a person who does not allow myself very much free time. I like stack my schedule. Yes. And not leave myself any breathing room or downtime. So I think it's been good for me to have this opportunity to have some forced downtime and to have very limited options on what I can stack my schedule with. Mm -hmm. And I definitely think for me, the, the isolation has been painful, but probably very good for me mm. because I rely so much on um, what I'm getting from other people. Like I, uh, care a lot about what people think of me and having outside validation and stuff like that i'm not proud of it but i'm just being real with myself and you're a human um, being. i think i care a lot a lot more than i would like <laughs> to admit um so having this time without people around me has actually been very good and healing for me um and has sort of forced me to give myself a lot more of the validation that i seek from other people and I think that that's been a really good and healing thing for me in this time. That's great. Mm -hmm. Good. Uh, we end by me giving the guest a genuine compliment. Oh. Mm hmm. Luba. Oh, no. <laughs> I... <laughs> Don't stress. Uh, I, I just think you're wonderful. You're Luba Magnus. <laughs> you're, you're one of a kind. You're like nobody nobody else in the comedy world in the outside of comedy world nobody else has quite your spark and your energy and essence you're a very unique one of a kind very special person um and i realized that that probably feels kind of lonely some of the time because you are so unique and and different and special that it can probably feel kind of isolating at times but what a spectacular gift and especially what a gift to have in comedy because so many of us struggle to figure out like oh like what can I talk about that isn't the same as what everybody else talks about and how can I find my unique take on this and everything and I feel like that kind of point of view and that finding your voice came so naturally for you because you are such a special and and unique person that just naturally everything that you talk about is so uniquely you and everything that you do stands out from everything else that anybody else could make even talking about the same topic as somebody else you would never look like any other comedian it's always very distinctively you and your own style uh, and i think that that'll serve you so well in your comedy career 
um, I think that 100% you're going to make amazing things and have a spectacular life because you're a very special person. And I can't wait. I cannot wait to meet whatever special person matches you. I, I can't. I cannot wait for that because what a spectacularly wonderful person that's going to be. And I feel like it's going to be one of those things where like, there's going to be absolutely no doubt about that person. Like, because you are, are such a, a special and unique light. That person is going to be a very special and unique light as well. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I just can't, can't wait to see where this crazy life takes you, Luba. Tracy. That's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> do you make all of your guests cry at this point <laughs> i do i will say during during covid times there has been a higher amount of crying <laughs> but i think it's just because we all like just really need to hear something nice about ourselves right now and uh, like good <laughs> like you deserve to hear nice things about you well thank you i really you're welcome that's all very nice and especially coming from you you've always been someone that I really admire in that's nice not just comedy but just every aspect of who you are as a human being I just find um in your endearing your intelligence you're wise beyond your years you've always struck me that way you're very much an, an influencer figure for me so thank you Luba that's oh. so nice <laughs> it's the truth Oh, you're the best. You're the best. I'm so happy to get to talk to you today. You too. And listeners, go be nice to yourself. Go take a mindful walk. And remember that love is everywhere. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs>